0: Hello and welcome back. This is a special extra episode of Johnny the Greek's Free Real Estate. This is episode 20. This week I am joined with Lamont, my good friend from Twitter, uh, the commission of many excellent leagues that I'm in, including Free Agency Frenzy, Hellasauce League. He's a contributor to Dynasty Vipers. Uh, used to have a huge Twitter, then Twitter screwed him over, but now he's back, so we're reintroducing him to the world. Lamont, how's it going?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing, John?
0: Good, man. Good to have you here. Uh, we've been trying to schedule this since, like, the Carter administration.
1: I know. I'm sorry. It's, it's my fault. I just kept postponing it. I'm, I'm a huge procrastinator, but I, I really wanted to get this done, you know, like, better late than never, even though it's at the last second, like, literally. But I appreciate you for being so patient.
0: No worries, man. I, dude, I'm, I'm happy we got it done, too. I'm still chasing a couple other guys, so it is A-OK. And uh, yeah, season's right around the corner. But uh, let's get started with the typical disclaimer. This is a free fire zone. I'm probably going to swear at some point. Lamont might swear at some point. Keep that in mind. If you have kids in the room, consider headphones for themselves or for you. With that being said, yeah, man, what have you been up to this offseason? What have you been getting into?
1: um i've just been like trying to stay busy um the past year i've been involved with like a lot of stuff in the hollywood nightlife industry so i'm kind of like a vip host and coordinator for lots of nightclubs and i just i'm really like focused and concentrated on that at the moment because i have a full schedule and that that's a big reason why i've been so busy with uh and haven't been able to do the podcast and stuff because our schedules just don't like you know Align properly that's why sometimes i would i would text you at like three or four o'clock in the morning at my time it'd be like you're six or seven o'clock in the morning your time I would be available for the podcast or not but yeah i do i do lots of like cool stuff for like nightclubs and stuff because um i used to be and i still am involved in like you know the cannabis industry and, and for like 18 years or so and uh i used to i used to party a lot so i would uh spend a lot of money in the clubs and and you know buy bottles and everything like that but then when the pandemic happened in 2020 uh everything like closed and locked down and all the clubs and everything had closed to where so many people who worked in the industry had left the industry because they couldn't afford to live anymore all, all, all their, their the places that they worked that were closed there were venues that closed down shut down for good and i kind of saw this as a transition for me to possibly enter the industry instead of being a spender you know you know be like a a vendor or someone who can contribute and stuff so the transition worked really good because one of my best friends is uh he's like really well known and really well established in the industry and he's kind of taking me under his wing and we see like lots of crazy stuff and like it's kind of like a blessing like some people that I have on my fantasy teams, I'll see them in the clubs and stuff, you know, and it's just like like league winning people like and then you'll see them in the off season like like for or even for example, this past off season, uh what happened the thing with Tariq Cohen?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, the uh he got injured again, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he had did uh did what what was the injury? Was it a torn Achilles?
0: Oh, I think it was. Yeah, because he's he's gone for the season again. Yeah.
1: So I that happened midweek. I think it happened like on Tuesday or Wednesday, and he ended up. I saw him in the club later on that Sunday. Oh wow! Just a little things that you know, like that is just kind of crazy, you know. Because I don't know, it's kind of cool, cool to see. But um, and I'm getting to meet like a lots of cool people, like like, because I get lots of referrals and stuff. So, so say like one girl who. Who who comes out with me and who I know now? She's like a a professional sports photographer, you know. So I'll go on like her social media and stuff, and then it's just all these incredible pictures of like college sports and professional sports and stuff like that. So it's just like I don't know. It's kind of like opening me up, opening up to like lots of different things besides not just like you know nightlife and partying and stuff. To I don't know. I'm hanging out with athletes and musicians and everything, and it was kind of crazy, too, because um, a, a couple months ago, a few girls had tried to uh, came to the club with me. And they were with uh, my favorite team is the Chargers. They were with uh, a defensive back from the Chargers. And, uh, yeah. But uh, they, the, the club didn't know who, who he was and they were trying to charge him and stuff. And he didn't want to pay. So he didn't end up coming in and stuff. But these are like the little things that I like. I'm just like. It's kind of like mesmerizing for me because 10, 15 years ago, like I would have never thought this would happen, you know? So yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to actually build on it, you know? And um, I'm actually starting a, a new party that starts this Sunday because football season starts this week, right? And it's yep. going uh, to be a football party from a, uh, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And it's going to be in Hollywood. And it, um, I, one of my good friends has asked me to, to be a part of it, a partner of it. And it's going to be emphasized and revolve around fantasy sports, fantasy football. So I created four fantasy football leagues for this party. And we're going to start inviting people and start, you know, doing all types of uh, like little giveaways. I'm going to try to like invite people from uh, Yahoo because a lot of Yahoo people uh, actually live in LA. And I'm going to try to say, Hey, you want to come host? And, you know, maybe do a podcast over here, this and that. and. Um, I'm trying to pave away way and create a lane for fantasy football um, in Hollywood and in L.A. because a lot of people don't play fantasy or don't even know what fantasy is. But the second that they play, they get hooked, you know, and it's a billion-dollar industry. And if we bring it into L.A. and to Hollywood, it, it it could be the beginning of something like incredible, you know. So that's yeah. what I'm focused on right now
0: that that's awesome man and that that definitely covers what you got going on now what you do for a living let's uh let's rewind a little bit a uh, little bit so i know you're not from here like you 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 know your family emigrated here we've talked before We're, we we speak outside of twitter uh pretty often um so how did you become a american football fan and how'd you land on the chargers
1: uh okay so um when um, my parents moved to America from Bangladesh in the mid '80s, I was born in '87 in America. I'm from Southern California, so I, I I grew up. I wasn't born in Long Beach, but I grew up in Long Beach, and um, I still live near the Long Beach area. And as a kid in the in the early '90s, I was in, in park leagues, you know, just like for basketball, baseball, and football and stuff like that. And they're just like you know just not nothing like too intense or crazy or anything. But I love sports and stuff and like I would always root for the team that I was on like in the park league. So say like if, if like I was like seven years old and my team was like the, the Cowboys. I was like a Cowboys fan, you know, say, so like, Hey, go Cowboys. I didn't know any better or anything like that. So like like as when I was growing up I was like rooting for the Cowboys and then the following year my team was the, the Packers at the park league. So I was like, Okay, forget it. I'm okay, like I I'm going to root for the Packers. And stuff. I didn't know any better. I, I, I thought that those were like, okay, my teams and stuff. But then I realized I, I took a break from watching sports, like throughout high school and stuff. And then when I was 17 years old, um, my best friend, Brandon, and I, we were just like, you know, we were seniors and stuff, always hanging out. And we just really loved what was going on with the Chargers because we would watch football all the time. And this was in 2004 and 2005. And it was during the Schottenheimer era, and uh, Ladanyan Tomlinson was there. Right. Yeah, it was pretty pretty. It was pretty amazing, and 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 we just like fell in love with the whole, you know, like the way they got down. It was just all. They it was pretty. They they they're pretty. It was a pretty gnarly team back in the day, the Chargers, uh, about almost like twenty years ago. And and what Ladanyan Tomlinson was doing, it was it was pretty, Mm. pretty incredible. I don't know, you didn't really see a lot of uh, running backs score that many touchdowns and catch that many passes and do all types of stuff. And I I don't remember when he broke that record. What was it, the 30-something touchdowns? But this was around, like, probably 2006, 2007. And it was just pretty incredible to watch. And, I don't know, I just thought Sean Heimer was a, a great coach and they were always winning. And they were very close to going to the Super Bowl. I think it was in 2007. But, I. Can't remember who they lost to. I think they lost. Oh,
0: is pa- pa- Patriots in the AFC title game? Rivers tore his ACL, but he played on it and did okay, actually.
1: Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, and, and and I think they also went went at it with the Colts the previous year or something, right? And then the Colts went to the um, what to the, played against the played against the Bears in the Super Bowl. Right.
0: right. Yeah, that was like 06, Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they were going. They were going pretty deep into the playoffs around that time, but. I'll tell you this right now. I'm I'm very well known for not being a Philip Rivers fan. I don't like Philip Rivers at all. Um, <laughs> you know, and people are like are they they trip out on that. They're like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, "Man, that I had to watch that guy for 10, 15 years, and it was it was pretty like it was it was stressful." And I'm <laughs> I, I'm just I'm really glad that we got Justin Herbert because that guy is a whole lot different. You know, dude.
0: Yeah. So, no, yeah. You know what? Let's get into that then. So, you, how do you get, how do you think the season's going to go for them? And what do you think about the division just loading up, dude? So, you got the Raiders go get Devontae Adams, the Chiefs retool their offensive line and add some pass rush and, you know, make moves in the draft. Um, you know, that, that hold Denver, Russell Wilson, like that, that division's loaded. How do you think the Chargers doing there?
1: I don't know. It's going to be a bloodbath, though, for sure. Um, I'm just going to say, you know what, like, we're going to make the playoffs because we have – we're we're pretty stacked in so many levels on offense and both defense, and then we also have depth. Like, say, um, J.C. Jackson, we just got J.C. Jackson from the Patriots, and he – I don't know how many interceptions he's had in the past two seasons, but it, it, it's, it's been a lot. He might be leading the league in interceptions – Total for the past two seasons but he just had ankle surgery uh and he's gonna be out for about two to four weeks but we have i think is it mike davis is the backup Yep, but, michael uh,
0: and and asante samuel jr who's nasty yeah.
1: yeah so we have asante samuel jr who's gonna like definitely make a big leap this sophomore season and he yep. did good as a rookie so i it, it's it's gonna be pretty good i'm, I'm not too worried you know and I know we're gonna make the Super Bowl. I mean, make the playoffs. I wish we could make the Super Bowl because that would be amazing, you know. But like, um, I'm just gonna be like, like arrogant and say, yeah, well, we're gonna be Super Bowl bound, you know? Because um, <laughs> when you think about it, just it's just it's nuts, dude. Like Austin Eckler, he scored 20 touchdowns last year, and he's just as long as he stays healthy, we're gonna score a lot of touchdowns with through him because he's a touchdown scoring machine, and um, we got some depth in the running back position now with a. Uh, what, uh, Josh Kelly's doing better Isaiah Spiller got drafted and now we just got Sony Michelle now, a lot of people don't think that Sony's that great but I think he's really good especially like if you look at his yards per carry like he's pretty efficient and stuff and um I'm also saying that too because like we arguably might have like one of the best offensive lines in the NFL now because it's just keeps improving and it's actually finally starting to work so say like in 2000 21, we drafted uh, Rashawn Slater, uh, 13th overall, and uh, he was incredible. You know, he's like almost considered like top tier, elite, borderline. You know, around there. Like PFF had gave him a grade of 83.6, and as a rookie too, and he only allowed about four sacks. And uh, you know, we got Corey Lindsley Lins- from the uh, Packers uh, last year too, and uh, he was ranked. Like the second best center in the league, right behind Creed Humphrey, which is pretty crazy too, because the Chiefs are so good at drafting. They got Creed Humphrey in the second round last year, and he was a rookie. And uh, he was, they like overall, like if you look at multiple sources, he was the best center in the NFL. But then right behind them, they had Corey Lindsley. So I'm I'm very confident that uh, that he's gonna have another good season as long as he stays healthy. And PFF gave him a grade of 85.7. You know. And um, we drafted uh, a guard named Zion Johnson this year, 17th overall. And uh, he only allowed six pressures. Uh, He's from Boston College. He only allowed uh, six pressures in 2021. And uh, supposedly they've been thrilled with his efforts during the offseason, and he seems like very pro-ready. We also have Matt Byler, who's a top 15 guard in the league. He came from the Steelers last year. So when you just got, like, all that stuff going on at the offensive line, like, you win in the trenches. That's what I totally believe in, you know? And then you gotta look at the other side too, like um Khalil Mack. Yeah. We got Khalil Mack now. And I, he used to be like considered like elite, like the, one of the best defenders in the NFL. And maybe he was just in a wrong scheme in in Chicago, but when you got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa on the other side, that's 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 gonna be dreadful for every single quarterback that they play this year and um yeah it's just uh i'm really stoked on seeing what's going to happen at the line hopefully uh kenneth murray does pretty Mm -hmm. good he's been struggling like crazy derwin james got his contract and stuff like that yeah and uh, i don't know if people know this but troy reader you know troy reader yeah from from the rams yeah we got him and like that was like a great value pickup uh Because he's like a tackle machine. I don't know if people realize that. Um, Like, say, for example, uh, it was in 2020, he played about – he didn't play uh, a lot of games in 2020 with the Rams. So, say, there was about seven games, he played zero defensive snaps, right? And then there was another game, he only played six defensive snaps. And then there was another game he only played 18 defensive snaps. So basically, Troy Reader only played he 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 basically didn't play nine games out of 2020. Do you know how many combined tackles he ended up with that season? Oh no 81 combined tackles. Even though like he basically missed like nine games, you know. So um if you look at it, like towards the end of the season. He was a starter in 2020, so he 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 had 15 tackles, 10 tackles, eleven, the seven tackles, 11 tackles, 11 tackles, and six. So he, if if they give him like a starting position, he he's gonna he's just gonna be an incredible tackle machine, and you should keep him on your radar for IDP leagues because I I think he'll be pretty incredible
0: yeah i'm I'm with you there man there's definitely uh room for him with the way uh murray's been struggling let's uh that that's a great point to transition here on so how did how did you get into fantasy first of all and then how did you get into idp when did that happen or how did that happen
1: i got into fantasy almost like 12 15 years ago in 2009 because like I, I would hang out with all my friends like you know we would you know like work and stuff like that and um they were just like super heavy into like sports and stuff. And I think they probably just needed somebody to join their league. And I joined the league and they, they kind of taught me, we did a live draft. I had no idea what I was doing really. <laughs> I think I drafted Josh Jacobs and stuff. No, not Josh Jacobs. Uh, Brandon Jacobs, Brandon Jacobs, right? The, oh, the from The giants. It's, yeah. I had no idea what I was doing and stuff. Um, and then in 2010, I joined another league and, um, it was it was it was just during a crazy time it was when michael vick had just like came back into the league too and i had Joshon jackson on my team and it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting you know I, I got to see like everything get put down um like in numbers wise like you could watch the game and then like oh wow and then this was back in the day like before ppr was like really like you know a thing and stuff because everyone was still doing a lot of standard leagues in 2009 and my one of my best friends, he's like, kind of like a math whiz. So, uh, and then he would just always, and like, we would have like high school classes, math classes together. And he would always do good. And I would ask him like, "What? How do you? Like, what is your thing? Like, how do you do so good in fantasy?" He's all, "70 yards and a touchdown, man. 70 yards and a touchdown. That's all I do. 70 yards." And I was just like, "Wow!" Like, and then and then and then I I, I looked at him. I was like, "Is it really that simple?" Is it really that simple? Like, is there just one way? But then, there's a thing of saying there's more than one one way to skin a cat, you know. And the way the thing I love about fantasy is just there's a million different ways to win, or there's a million million different ways to look at it, you know. And that's like that's the beauty about like fantasy. Just you could do standard, you could do PPR. Now everyone's doing three wide receivers. I've been transitioned to one thing to where I've, I've implemented a, a position as running back or tight end, you know, because running back and tight end has such a scarcity in the in, in, in the NFL. And there's a, a boom in, in the wide receiver position right now. And about a, a decade ago, my good friend LT invited me into his league and he had two defensive back spots and two linebacker spots. And I was just like, "Oh, this is nice," you know. Like, I, 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 I need something different. I'm, I'm tired of this whole entire like standard, just normal stuff like that. It was kind of like you know extra spice into the, into the, into the meal. So I was just like, "Okay," uh, like I, 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 I really enjoyed it because I realized that if you do get really good IDP players, they can carry your team, you know. And, and, and it's, it's a great way to, to. To strategize and, and do this and that like we did we did a couple drafts yesterday right and there's players there's idp players getting drafted in the third and fourth round and me i don't do that you know i don't i'm not going to draft players that early and stuff but other people are and that's just the beauty of it because there's so many different ways to win and so um yeah like it was i think it was in 2013 when i got introduced to idp And it was just amazing because it was a great year for me, IDP wise, because it was I only had to start two linebackers. It was like a basic one. My two linebackers were Paul Puslusny and Kiko Alonzo. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and Kiko, I think he was a rookie that year in 2013. And he had about 159 combined tackles. So as a rookie, to get 159 combined tackles, I was just like kind of like, you know, like I was thrilled about that. And Paul Post-Lucene had 162 combined tackles that year. So it was just like every single week, I would just see just bonkers amount of points from them. And I was just, that's when I kind of fell in love. And then I was just every single year it's getting more and more and more and more. And I realized that there's three levels of IDP: there's basic, medium, and heavy. You're you're in the heavy leagues, you know what I'm saying? And I'm so far, I consider myself as a medium type of IDP player. I'm trying to push it back into the heavy, but you're part of my best ball leagues on the sleeper app. Right. And some yep. of them are very heavy IDP. With oh, highs yeah. Lots of, you know, positions and stuff like that. So like, and it's, it's, it's teaching me a lot about, you know, just like everyone in the league It's I'm learning about the draft. I'm learning about like risers and stuff. Um, just, just lots of underrated stuff. Like I remember last year, I would I was asking you questions about Kyle Duggar and Jordan Brooks. Like in the summertime. I was like, yo, what do you think about this guy? You know what I'm saying? Like I would ask you about Jordan Brooks, and I was like, yo, I think Jordan Brooks is gonna have a really good season because you know he was one of the first linebackers that got drafted and stuff. So I just like like he might have a bounce back year, and that's what he did. I don't how many how many tackles did Brooks have last year? I have no, no. clue.
0: God it was a, more than 150. Yeah. That's that's for sure.
1: <laughs> I just I just love linebackers man. They're just freaking amazing, dude. Like watching them run around all over the field like watching Roquan Smith and Devin White and stuff like that, watching Luke Kuechly back in the day, it's 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 pretty insane, you know what I'm saying? You have to appreciate it too because like all they do is just hit people all the time. That's all they do. they I'm I'm I, you gotta be you gotta be a bulldog to be a linebacker. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to watching tons of my IDP IDP players go off this year.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man. That yep, it's uh. I and mean, I'm with you. You you definitely. I think you might be in the heavy. You you know what you're doing, no doubt. So, so okay. So when you're not working and you're not running the million different leagues you got, which you know we'll get into those because you got some great league ideas. What else do you do for fun? What other hobbies? Any other sports you play uh, in in real life or fantasy? What else do you do?
1: Man, I party, man. I like to party a lot. <laughs> that's, what <I> was <laughs> like, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's my thing. And I like I said, I've been involved in the cannabis industry for like, I'm 35 years old, and I started when I was like 17. You know, when when I was a senior in high school. Like, like I'm I'm kind of like from the streets a little bit. So it's just, I've always felt like. I've always been such a hard worker and I work nonstop all the time, but my life has literally felt like a vacation my whole life too. You know? So I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm happy right now. And, and right now, like I'm what I, I've always felt like for a living. I always do what I love for a living, you know, like it, and right now I'm, I'm, I'm involved with the whole nightlife industry right now. And it's just, it's, it's pretty incredible. Like I'm learning a lot. And, um, I'm just trying to. I want to get back into like you know working out and exercising, and and, and you know, um, getting getting healthy and stuff like that. Like challenging myself, you know, like oh I'm gonna do like a thousand push-ups this month, two thousand push-ups this month, or something like that. And and just stay focused. I I, I want to challenge myself and push myself to goals. Because I don't know, man. I'm I'm starting to look at life a little bit differently now. Um, and say I don't want to drink this month, you know. You and I, you, you text me a lot, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, like, I, I drink a lot and stuff like that. And, and you tell me, you know, like, dude, you know, you're too talented to be doing all that shit and stuff. So, you know, stay focused and, like, you know, you got, you got, you got, you're on a mission, you got stuff to do. So I'm, I told myself, I'm not drinking this month. Uh, unfortunately, I took a shot on Saturday night because someone offered it to me. I couldn't, I, I was like, bro, I'm not drinking this month. Then he was like, he was like, wasted. He was like, yo, just take this. I already poured it for you. I said, okay, fine. Just don't tell nobody. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I just and, and 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 like I said, I I I want to like I want to make my dreams into reality, you know. And now I have an opportunity to create my own like football party, my fantasy football party in Hollywood. Like this is all the stuff that I do, you know. And it, this is starting this Sunday, so that's what I do, you know, for a hobby. Just just trying to actually like. Create nothing out of something you know and it's, it's it's i'm, I'm happy man and, and, and fantasy football too is it's my passion dude like i was in the club last night working doing your drafts i was just, like literally just with my phone just for three hours everyone's like what is he doing why is he staring at his phone i was like i dude i was by the time i was done with the drafts i was on like three percent battery that's what I was, telling I was like, I was like, I was like, Johnny, keep me up to date on this stuff, dude, because, all right, like, because I was running around all day long and stuff. And then, but then, as soon as the drafts came, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm on it and stuff. But yeah, man, that, that's, that's what I do for a living. Just, just what we do for, you know, what we do every day. Just freaking football fantasy. It's, it's nonstop, dude. You could, you, you see by the playoff challenges that we do, the best balls that we do. Like this is, it's all day long and stuff. So. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I do.
0: No doubt. Yeah. All right. So, who were, I mean, you already mentioned uh, Luke Keekley. Who were some of your other, like, favorite guys, like, when you first got into IDP, like, your your favorite early guys?
1: Honestly, I don't I, say I, I cannot remember too much about, like, the, the past, like, the early stuff. Um, I don't, I really don't know. I've been disappointed a lot with uh, my past IDP picks. I guess you could say I, I, I would have to think about it just a little bit more. But like yeah. recently, like, I'm I'm more like just, um, or I could say people that I really appreciated, like Jared Allen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that guy was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if I was playing IDP. Maybe I did have him and stuff like that. But that guy was like just nuts, dude. You know? And um, like he played uh 187 career. Uh, regular season games, and uh, he had 648 career uh, combined tackles and 136 sacks, and uh, he had, like, seven consecutive seasons with double-digit tackles, and then, like, 101 sacks. 101 of his career sacks came in those seven seasons, and it was just, like, pretty incredible to watch. I would hear about him a lot, too, because one of my best friends is a Viking fan, and, um, yeah, I, I, I really like Calais Campbell, too it's just like i i'm more of a person who likes consistency you know mm. like people who just like are playing every single year they rarely miss any games and they're always putting up like like high floors you know and and like i like Luke, like he was amazing and stuff like that but like he had how many years of dominance did you have though five or six due to injuries and other things
0: yeah cuz he, he had the concussion issues so he he and, did miss miss some time Man.
1: Yeah, and when you think about that, like, uh, like I'm, I'll say this right now, like, when it comes to, like, one of my favorite guys that I've watched in the past decade and who I consider on my Mount Rushmore, based on, like, consistency and what I've seen, it's like Bobby Wagner, you know, because Bobby Wagner is just, he's always been on the Seahawks. He's got 10 straight seasons with 100-plus combined tackles. He has like 819 career solo tackles, and then he's played. In, um, I think he's played in 151 career regular season games, and um, out of the 151 career career regular season games, 125 of those games he's played in at least 98 percent of the defensive snaps. 98 percent of the defensive snaps. 125 games. Out of 151 games, that's dude, he's always on the field. Now that's I love that kind of stuff, dude. That that I I think Bobby Wagner is like one of the greatest ever. And and then also like, you know, we're watching Aaron Donald right now, you know, yeah. and, and for the past five, six, seven years, I don't know, he's just he's been amazing. And yeah, I, I I would say those guys for sure. Yeah. Like, like, but then also, um, you know, there's people I wish I would have watched back in the day, uh, when I was younger or, or, or you know, like I wish I would, I was playing IDP when, when, uh, when I was watching these guys, like say, like, uh, you know how I said, uh I was a fan. I became a fan during the Schoenheimer era. Yeah. Yeah. So we had people like, uh, oh, and Sean,
0: right. And Sean Merriman. Um, yeah, junior, guys like that. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, and like, like say like uh junior Seon he had, um, Fantastic, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he was incredible. Yeah. yeah. He
1: had 1,847 combined tackles, you know, that that's pretty amazing. And, and Donnie Edwards, um, he had 740 combined tackles during the Marty, uh, uh, era, you know, and, uh, 740 combined tackles during 2002 to 2006. That's just, that's a lot. And he was like pretty, pretty freaking incredible. And uh, Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle. The dude came out of nowhere last year and won a Super Bowl.
0: I know. That was great for him, man. I always liked that guy. That was good stuff.
1: Yeah, and if you look at his stats, like Eric Weddle is just – he's pretty up there when it comes to, uh, like, you know, total tackles. He has uh, 1,179 career combined tackles, six-time pro bowler, you know. So that's someone who I really appreciate, too, because he was on the Chargers as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, how about instead of looking at the past, uh, who you got for some sleepers this year? I I know you got a few. We're we're in so many of these best balls that are like 70, 80 positions deep. Who who you got for us?
1: <laughs> man, like I don't know, man. Sleepers sometimes like because I like I, we were supposed to do this a while ago too. So uh, my sleepers aren't even sleepers anymore. Um, but uh, I I I really like uh, Nick Bolton on the Chiefs. I think he's just a tackle machine. And when I, when I, when he was like, when I considered him a sleeper, he was going like outside of the top 20 linebackers. But now I'm looking at rankings right now. He's like almost hitting like the back end of the top 12 linebackers. I think I looked at fantasy pro rankings and he was their linebacker 16. The last time I checked, where do you have Nick Bolton ranked at?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't do rankings. Um, LB about? LB two.
1: <laughs> no, how do you think he's
0: gonna do? Probably pretty good. He'll he'll clear a hundred tackles. Uh, it depends what the Chiefs do. Like last year, they actually let him play a little bit, but that's not traditionally what they do. So I I want to see it a little bit more before I believe it. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, 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 Uh, the the Eagles got some good linebackers. Kaiser White. He went crazy with the Chargers last year. And I don't know why I think, I think someone went down, maybe Kenneth Murray went down and he just had to replace him and stuff. But, um, he, he, he earned his contract. He's, he's with the Eagles now. And TJ Edwards is just, he's a sleeper, man. I don't know why nobody like pays attention to him. And like Alex Singleton did so good in that system as well. I don't even know if Alex Singleton, he might've gone undrafted. I think uh, Alex Singleton was an undrafted player. Um, he might have had like 130 combined tackles last year. He started off a bit slow, and then he picked it up. Now he's on the Broncos, right?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Alex, they gave him a great a great deal to where he's, he might be their main, you know, know linebacker with uh, Josie Jewell or something. Uh, but um, I think he's going to be a great sleeper. Uh, for defensive end, I love Gregory Rousseau. I don't know if he's a sleeper anymore, but he might be considered like a, a value pick. Because, like, uh, last year, he might have been a first-round draft pick in 2021, but he had 50 combined tackles last year. Uh, 42 of them were solo tackles, too. So that's pretty incredible. And he had four sacks and eight tackles for losses. And um, he only played in about half of the defensive snaps for the Bills. So I I, 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 I calculated it. And uh, I think he played a total of 49.5 three, 5% of their defensive snaps, you know? So he's probably going to play like a total of 70 to 80% of their defensive snaps as a rookie. I mean, as a sophomore, because, uh, you know, he's not going to be on, on, uh, on a snap count. So I think that he's just going to be really, really good this year. Um, and then uh, he's just very elite against the run, you know, and uh, I, I, man, he embarrassed the crap out of Pat Mahomes last year. I think it was Pat Mahomes, right? Do you remember that? Like the- he just swatted it and then just like picked him off and stuff. It, 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 it was pretty amazing, dude. He had a really good year against them. And um, who else do I like? Jalen Phillips.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Jalen Phillips on the, on the Dolphins. I don't know. He's it, it, just like – he doesn't – when you watch his film, he doesn't seem like the fastest guy, but his wingspan is pretty incredible. And um, he had uh, – as a rookie last year, 42 combined tackles and eight and a half sacks, you know? And I think he's like a, a prime candidate for, candidate for double digit sacks this year. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of high on him and stuff. Uh, there's a couple other people too. Um, Pete Werner of the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he He's a linebacker. He was drafted 60th overall in 2021. And uh, he has 62 combined tackles last year. And he played in less than 25% of the, the defensive snaps in, uh, in eight of the games last year that he played in. So say like in, in eight of those games, um, th- these were the this, this was a snap count in those eight games. 24 uh, snaps, 20 snaps, 20 snaps, 19, 14, 14, four snaps, and zero snaps. So you know his snap count is definitely going to go up this year. And he's like one heck of a hustler if you watch his film. Um, I think Nazir Adderley is pretty cool a safety for the Chargers. You know, he's he always gets close to, like, you know, 90-plus tackles. Uh, he got 99 comb- combined tackles in 15 games last year. T- Tyson Campbell for the Jaguars, cornerback. Mm, yep. Yeah. Nobody's like Nobody thinks about that guy. And if you think about it, he was drafted 33rd overall in 2021 by the Jaguars. That's borderline first round, right? He was the right. first pick, basically the first pick of the second round. So he's he's incredible. He's, I think people should really pay attention to him. Um cuz he had 73 combined tackles last year and he only played 15 games. For a cornerback that's pretty incredible, you know. Um and he's always going to be on the field, I think. He, and the Jacks have a a, a below average offense. So he's always going to have opportunities to 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 be on the field and make plays and uh Probably my last guy I would say is a a sleeper that I'm banging the drum for. Uh, Safety Grant Delpit. Mm. Because um, he was the 44th pick in 2020. The Browns don't have a good offense. So they're not going to be on the field a lot. The the defense is probably going to be on the field a lot. Um, I think he missed his rookie season. I'm not too sure. Did he?
0: Um, okay. Yeah, yeah then- he, had, he had injury issues. And, and yeah, I've seen even Mike Wallert was saying he's going to be the starter this year. And, like Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike's forgotten more about the Browns than we'll ever know. So, okay. yeah, it's a good call. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. And, you know, like, he had 66 combined tackles in 15 games last year. Um, and, and then he only played a total, I think, 61% of the defensive snaps he uh, in, in all the games that he played in. Uh, at nine games. Uh, he, uh, nine of the games that he played in last year, he played uh, less than 60% of the defensive snaps. So hopefully, like, that's the whole thing. I look at defensive snaps, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a starter and if you're a stud, you're going to be like 80%, 90%, 100% of the snaps and stuff. So when I'm looking at these guys who should be on the field at all times, and they're they're literally half of the games that they play are within the 40 to 60% snap range, that just automatically clicks in my head that hey, you know, go for these guys. They're sleepers. You know, what I'm saying they're gonna get a lot of tackles. They're gonna do great. And and and, and Grant Delpit is, he's very talented. So hopefully he he he's a very he's a bounce back candidate. So yeah, but nice. That's, that's my sleepers.
0: Yeah, it's that's a solid list right there, man. Uh, okay, so if you had to make like a Mount Rushmore, so you get four guys. They can be any four, any four you want. The, the four greatest IDP players on the planet. Who are they?
1: I I feel like I that's that's tough. I really I really don't know. Um, I'm gonna, okay. So we're gonna just go ahead and say Aaron Donald because we're what we're watching right now is just freaking incredible, dude. You know, yep. saying it, like he's 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 going to the Super Bowl twice. You know, and sometimes you just. Like for the defensive tackle position, like in both fantasy and reality, he just does some incredible stuff, and he doesn't miss games, you know. And, and like they double team him all the time; it doesn't matter, you know. Just I, I think he's he's pretty incredible. He, he he's such a stalwart, and just like you, if you have him on your IDP team, like it's just it's just like an anchor, you know what I'm saying? Like like you're good right there; you don't have much to worry about, and. um I would go like like I said like I I just started playing IUP for like the past decade so I can't Yeah, look no, it
0: could be it could be like modern guys. guys. That's fine.
1: So I I'll go with Bobby Wagner again, you know, because I love consistency, you know, and, and I think that I like I I don't know, he's if you look at um the most combined tackles and stuff like that or the most solo tackles, he's up there, dude. You know what I'm saying? So a couple more successful elite seasons, he's going to be like towards like the top of the list of like most combined tackles of all time or most solo tackles of all time. And uh if you do if, if we really want to go like old school with it, let's let's go Reggie White.
0: Ooh, okay. The, the
1: actors, you know what I'm saying? Because he was he was incredible, dude. He has 1,111 combined tackles and 198 career sacks. And I think that's just pretty incredible. Um uh, uh his rookie season was in 1985 with the Eagles and in his rookie season, he got a hundred tackles and 13 sacks.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's pretty, it's pretty good.
1: Uh, and you know, I am pretty sure he, he won a Super Bowl, right? And, and he, I think he did, did.
0: Yeah. With the Packers, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. He, he's up there for sure. Um, the fourth one, honestly, dude, I, the fourth one would be a, pretty much a kind of a blank for me at the moment. Um, I I really wouldn't know for for the fourth one to be honest.
0: That's but all right. I, we uh, we got three good ones.
1: Yeah, but like like or say say like like Charles Woodson and Rod Woodson, those guys are incredible too. You know, like and underappreciated guys. The Marcus Ware was crazy. You yep. know, Like, but but they're not Mount Rushmore or anything like that. But but yeah, Junior Seau, Bobby Wagner, Donnie Edwards, like those guys, like. Because I'm a Chargers fan as well
0: too. Yeah, you got to have the Homer picks in there, absolutely. Oh. All right, let's uh, shift gears to predictions. Let's get you on record. Let's start with who's going to the Super Bowl and who's winning this year.
1: Uh, I really, ah, oh man, I don't know, dude. That that that's a little bit tough right there. I'm 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 gonna go super Homer with it, and and say that the Chargers are gonna go far. And Ooh. as long as they don't deal with any injuries, they might go to the Super Bowl because he went in the trenches, you know, like their offensive line is studly, dude, you know. And um, I just, Justin Herbert is just incredible. He's, he's just all walk, no talk type of player. He's having like, he's already had two incredible seasons. They're saying like he's the next, like Tom Brady ish type of player, you know. And, um, Last year, he had 5,000 passing yards and 38 passing touchdowns. His rookie season, 4,300 passing yards, 31 touchdowns. I just think that he's really good. Um, We have so much debt at uh, running back. We have rookies that are just – sophomores that are going to do better. Like, say, I'm not too sure if Trey McKitty is a a sophomore, that he's going to do better this year. Josh Palmer is going to improve this year uh he's our wide receiver hopefully mike allen uh mike williams Keenan allen will, will stay healthy uh we just got gerald everett and they're they're raving about jeff gerald everett right now Derwin James you know just I, I just love what's going on over there hopefully that they could just survive the AFC West and if that happens we'll be totally fine but um yeah. who
0: they who they playing
1: uh uh, hold on, let me check. Well, definitely they're gonna have to play what the Broncos.
0: Oh, I, I mean, in, if they get to the Super Bowl, who's going for the NFC?
1: Okay. Uh, do you want me to like be bold about it, or no, dude, or?
0: it's it's your prediction. No one's. No, there are no pitchforks and torches if you're wrong. No.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know why we should. We should just be like Niners or Packers every single year because they're literally like right there, right? They're always yep. in. the Sea light like, Championship. They're just like almost there. Um, freak. Let me see. Um, wow, wow. Okay. Let let let's let's twist it up a little bit. Uh, let's go Vikings. Ooh. Vikings, yeah. And, and you know, like like another guy that came out of nowhere who might be a sleeper too was that DJ Wanham guy for the Vikings the defensive end. Yeah, he really stepped it up last year. But I mean, the Vikings—they got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, uh, you know. Just I love KJ Osborne. Irv Smith is back. Uh, who's the guy that passed away, man? Rest in peace to him.
0: Oh, I'm not. I'm not but, sure. They, they got Dalvin Cook too. They got decent defense. Yeah, they got some. They got some guys. No yeah. doubt. Yeah,
1: and and, and and yeah, they got a high high, high powered offense that I just. But from the from the looks at looks of it, they they seem pretty well rounded, and they're they're in a very bad division. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Like the Bears they are not good at all, the Lions are average at best, and the Packers are very questionable at the moment. And then you look at the NFC South. I mean, do any of those guys look too promising right now? Too like the Falcons Box. are rebuilding. But the Bucks have like their offensive line is falling apart very fast too. I have to like be a little bit worried about that. Uh NFC West, of course, yeah, they're very strong too. But if I wasn't to pick the Vikings, my I'd, like this is my bold prediction that I've been saying is the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, because they have one of the best rent offensive lines in the league right now too. Jalen Hurts is just like I very vastly underrated. You know, I think he's gonna. Push for four thousand passing yards and one thousand uh, rushing yards. They have um, they're they're very su- successful in the run game. as we saw last year, and the addition of of AJ Brown just is going to make them more dynamic. Dallas golf Goddard is is elite. You know he just needs the targets, and I think he's going to make that huge leap this year. Uh, uh, who was that? Who's the first rounder that they got? Uh, Jordan. Dave? Oh
0: Davis, the defensive tackle. Yeah,
1: I hope he has a really good season and stuff too. Uh, and that their, their 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 linebacker core looks great. You know, Latisha Edwards and Singleton, and and, and when, once again, they are in a very struggling division as well. You know, you got the Commanders who are questionable. Like nobody really has too much faith in Carson Wentz. They don't even have faith in their running back you know uh they have one alpha wide receiver no tight end over there then you have the you're i know you're a cowboys fan but the cowboys like they, they of,
0: suck like, they i know you, you don't of, have to remind like,
1: me the <laughs> line, every single thing you know and nobody has faith in zeke no more um and yeah, this is going to be a, it's it's going to be tough for them and the giants are going to always be the giants they're with that look. Well, you know like i i don't even have to explain that you know so the Eagles honestly, like they might easily win the NFC East and with the momentum and if freaking everyone's on the Jalen Hurts hype train and stuff like that, they might just like get lucky and get a bye week or maybe win the first two games and just get lucky in the playoffs and boom hit the Super Bowl or something like that. And that would be like actually a some some a decent decent like put some money on them to go to the super bowl or at least the nfc championship because the odds for that like i don't know man if it happens you could probably make some money on it
0: yeah so, no yeah. doubt i i like it it's an original super bowl i've heard bill's uh rams about 40 times doing this so we'll take it, that
1: how often does that happen though like it this, the, the this repeat or they're the they're they're the favorites to repeat come on man it, it, that's Tom Brady who does that, you know what I'm saying? And maybe Patrick Mahomes who does that, but like outside of that, dude, like, like even even when we saw the Seahawks dominant a decade ago, like they made it to two Super Bowls and that's it. Like I, you don't see people like maybe the Bills, maybe the Bills and stuff, but um I don't know. It, 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 if if Josh Allen goes down, that's just gonna be havoc for them. But um, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No, um, no doubt. Let's 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 get you some other predictions here. I know you got your draft coming up. So, linebacker 1, who at the end of this season, who's the linebacker 1? Hold on. Uh let me see let me see. Let me
1: see. Uh, I like Devin White, man. I mean, F, bro, I can I cannot stop drafting Michael Parsons and Devin White. Those guys are amazing, <laughs> you know, like and and and, and just read the reports about Micah Parsons. Like I, it was just a few weeks ago. Like they were lining him up everywhere, you know, and like scrimmage games and stuff like that. And they said that they just like lost track of like how many times he was sacking the quarterback. And I was looking at like advanced defensive stats and those guys like had over a hundred blitz attempts. And I'm – I, I, you know, you, you're gonna say like LB one, so I'm I'm gonna pick Devin White because I just love that guy. That guy is a freaking amazing. He's just he's like lightning fast, you know, and he he shows no fear. But um, I would say, I would say Devin White. Yeah, I'm I'm very confident in him this year.
0: Nice. Okay, that's a good answer. How about a defensive end? You we can lump in those like pass rush linebacker guys, like the TJ Watt guys. We'll just say pass rusher. Who's the best pass rusher at the end of this year?
1: uh well i would i would say like michael parsons i would but i'm gonna go joey bosa I I, because joey bosa is just uh, amazing right now and like shout out to his brother too i think his brother came back from acl injury last year right and got 15 and a half sacks that's incredible but i mean uh uh no no no, i'm actually i'll go with nick bosa i'll go with nick bosa i'm not gonna go with joey bosa i'm gonna go with nick bosa because uh yeah, dude, he's just incredible. Like after coming back from that ACL tear in 2020 and, and, and doing what he did, it, it 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 was it's pretty gnarly and I think that like it's he's very elite and he's in for another good 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 season. Uh, cuz last year he had 52 combined tackles, 15 and a half sacks and four forced fumbles, so you know like uh, he yeah, I, I I'm gonna go with the the young. He's the younger one, right? Like
0: closer. Yeah, yeah, by by a couple of years. Yep. Yeah. No, that's that's a great answer. How about? Uh, I mean, this one's obvious, but give me someone beyond Aaron Donald that could be the defensive tackle one this year. Jeffrey Simmons. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> I, that guy is so underrated. Like I, man. I and, and I think that's a big reason why, um, those linebackers. On the Titans, I think that's a big reason why they do so good. Like Harold Landry, and and but uh, Harold Landry just tore his ACL, right?
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, Like 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 Jeffrey Simmons at the front, just he's so hard to, to 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 maintain that the linebackers are able to succeed over there. And and people forget like uh, he was a first round pick in 2019 by the Titans. And so, say like he, he's just he 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 played all seventeen games last year. He had fifty-four combined tackles and eight and a half sacks, twelve tackles for losses. Um, so yeah, I, I I would probably go with Simmons to be honest. Uh, and or and and uh, another underrated guy is Quentin Williams, but I'm I'm gonna go Simmons for sure.
0: Yeah, no, that's I love that. That's a great answer. Uh, okay, this one. I know the the Chargers homer in you wants to say Derwin James, but is there anyone else besides Derwin James that could be safety one this year? Jeremy Chin. Ooh, okay.
1: Jeremy Chin. I, I like, like, he, he was very inconsistent for, for the most part in the beginning of last year. Uh, but I mean, he's I mean, he, he's good, man, you know, and, and a lot of people overlook him and stuff. He's still ranked as like one of the top five safeties to draft this year. Uh so like in the he's been in the league for only two seasons, uh, and he ha- he's had a total of 224 combined tackles so far in his career. So he's going to be guaranteed for north of 100 ta- combined tackles, and um, you got to look at the the Panthers offense. Like it's questionable, it's weak, and uh, if you look at their schedule too, they're going to go against a lot of pass happy teams. So it's going to give uh, Jeremy Chin a lot of opportunity to uh, rack up some defense, some, some fantasy points. You know.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay. I like that answer. And then the hardest one, cornerback. Who's cornerback one? AJ Terrell. Ooh.
1: A I love that guy, dude. I love, and I don't, I like, this guy's a freaking monster, you know, and, and I don't know how many games he's played so far. Uh, let me see. He,
0: he missed a couple last year, but he still finished in the top five or six corners overall. Like if he played those games, he was corner one last year.
1: Yeah. And so, so like, um, he missed two games in 2020, and he missed one game in 2021. But, I mean, as as a rookie, he had 74 combined tackles. And last year, he had 81 combined tackles. This is a guy who could get 100 tackles, you know. And, and this is about to be his third season. Uh, and uh, he was drafted 16th overall in 2020 by the Falcons. And people said that was a steal. So everyone obviously knows, that okay, this guy's pretty dang good. So I'm 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 gonna go with AJ Terrell because that guy's a tackle machine and 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 he's very fun to watch. So yeah, and 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 also the Falcons' offense questionable as well. You know they're not the a lot. Of, you got also look like oh, is that team? Do they have a strong offense? You know how 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 much time is that offense going to be on the field? You know and the Falcons they don't look too great. You know so this is gonna give AJ Terrell lots of time on the field to to do his thing as well
0: no doubt i'm with you man hey and just give me like a five minute warning when uh your drafts come in too i'm just gonna accelerate to light speed here uh what are some of your favorite movies and tv shows
1: oh man i okay so my movies have like always like interchanged like i'm not a movie guy anymore i have really been off my movie game movie, movie games since 2009 i used to collect movies like crazy i had like over 200 movies and stuff like that but then you know when the netflix stuff started happening and hulu started happening and everything i was just like all right what's the point of like buying all these movies when they're on netflix and stuff it doesn't make any sense to me but right. um you know i try to be different like when i was a kid like i would be like oh my favorite movie is like like the big hit with mark Wahlberg or something like that or desperado like i mm. love desperado that's Brody. a great
0: movie dude no one knows about desperado that's a great movie yeah
1: like it was so nuts dude you know but, but then um <laughs>
0: He's got he's got a guitar case filled with guns, Dude. and he just walks into bars and shoots people. It's incredible.
1: Watching that as a kid too. You were just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy is so badass, bro! Like he's on a mission. And then and then at the end of the movie, you find out it's like like the guy who he's going after was like his brother. You know? Yeah. I was like wow, that's 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 one hell of a twist. And then just the whole thing, like him having the guns and uh, hitting under his sleeves and stuff. Yes so incredible like 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 okay so like i said I, I, i'm in the cannabis industry so i've always been hustling ever since i was a, like a teenager and stuff i used to always like hide things in my sleeve you know and i got that Esperados movie and stuff like i don't have like and i would have a group of homegirls like when i was 17 there was three homegirls they used, they used to call me "sleeve" because they thought it was so funny how I, I always hide stuff in my, i give me money or this and that and stuff and i was just like you know, just like that, and they like, "Oh, that's that's funny." But I, I, besides the point, I'm sorry, I I, I get off topic a lot. Um, I, 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 oh, dude, I used to hide stuff in my. You know how people would like cuff their jeans at the bottom? I would hide stuff in there. Okay, but besides that, uh, <laughs> um, I love trilogies, man. I love trilogies and prequels and sequels. So like, I'm I I can watch like Lord of the Rings over and over. Mm-hmm again and i can watch like the matrix over and over and over again those are just some some great stuff because i just like that's what makes me love tv shows a lot too because you get to grow with the characters you know right i want to grow with the characters i want more than two hours you know and i want a prequel i want storylines of stuff so i you know you like and that's why i think why so many people love star wars too because they did the trilogies, and then they came out with more, you know, trilogies and this and that and stuff like that. So it's – it's for, for, for that, for the most part, I'm, I'm on my, you know, just anything that, that comes with, like, a, a set of, of, of films. But uh, for TV shows, oh, man, I love TV shows. My favorite TV shows, I love The Wire. The Wire, I think, it's like, the greatest show ever, of course. Like, everyone thinks that, too. Uh, it's about almost 20 years old, too. Um, I – I, I love Boardwalk Empire. I think HBO oh, makes yeah. great, great shows. They're
0: oh, just- H- HBO is incapable of making bad TV. They just can't do it. It's all good. Yeah,
1: they, they, they. It's, it's like they go. They don't rush themselves. They go through a process. They're they, if, 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 it's not good enough, they're not going to ditch it out. They're, 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 You know, some, some people dude. are okay, decent quality. That they're not Netflix. Netflix. I can't watch Netflix shows. Right. Ne-
0: Netflix is garbage, dude. You got to watch Tokyo Vice. That's what you got to watch.
1: Dude, I haven't turned on my TV in months. I've been so busy, but I have to jump on some months months. Um,
0: Yo, it, HBO show about the, uh, the Yakuza in Japan. It's yeah, right so. up your alley. It's beautiful. I'm
1: down with that. Down with that. Um, but I, I, I love TV shows because I love TV shows that literally like they change the way I look at life and they change the way I think about things. You know what I'm saying? So say if you watch The Wire, like I can relate to a lot of stuff about The Wire and everything. Um, but they change the way that um uh, you just feel you know as a person so say like a couple of my other tv favorite tv shows are like lost have you ever watched lost
0: uh, yeah i mean i've seen some of it yeah
1: it's amazing dude it is i mean it's changed the way i look at life in general and stuff and i grew up i you get to grow with the characters they involve religion and, and and just like like science and stuff like that all different types of stuff like any things that you just learn you know in school and in life and stuff like that and also um the walking dead oh my gosh man the walking dead is different like i binge watched the walking dead so i didn't watch it from week to week and i literally i sat in just in a room for like a week or two straight and i would just watch I just, I was like, dude, like, I need help right now. I'm literally like, 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 I just felt like it was an apocalypse. I was living in an apocalypse right (laughs) now. But dude, it just made you just like, just think about life, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in the walking dead, like everyone, like they lose their families. You know what I'm saying? So you have to adapt and adopt, you know? And a lot of people were like, like when the when when the apocalypse happened, I had to watch my dad die. I had to watch zombies eat my brother. I, I I lost my sister. I lost my wife and stuff like that. But then they would form new families. You know what I'm saying? And it was just crazy the way that just like the perspective on it. It's just like like you know like they they would they went through so much crazy stuff, but they just were like ready to start a new life. You know? They're like, okay, what happened in the past happened in the past. You cannot live in the past, though. You have to move forward because if you live in the past, you know, it's either eat or get eaten, you know, and that, that's just how it is. And it, The Walking Dead, man, that what they did, like, it, it, it's not it's not how it used to be anymore, but the first few seasons, so intense, dude. And another underrated show, I will say, is Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, man, that thing will, that is a roller coaster of emotions, you know, very underappreciated. That thing that had me tripping, that had me tripping like crazy for sure. Yeah.
0: Gee, okay, that's that's a great list. Uh, all right, how about this? So yeah. if it if you won the lotto, what are you doing tomorrow?
1: What am I doing tomorrow? Yep, uh, I'm gonna pursue my dreams. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up a fantasy sports restaurant. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some crazy crazy stuff, dude. You know, I'm gonna create a lane for for fantasy sports. Uh, I want to buy like ten or twenty houses and rent them out. You know, I'll I'll do all types of crazy stuff. I just I have too many ideas, dude. I am involved in a lot of stuff to where I just, you know, I, I I'm trying to mesh it all together. I'll open up my own nightclub. You know, I'll just do whatever whatever it takes and stuff. I just if I won the lottery, I'm just gonna reinvest all of it and just just take over and just like turn my Dreams into reality because I just, I, I it's slowly happening, man. I'm telling you, dude. Like, I just, it, it, anything that you put your mind to and work hard at it, you can, you can do it, dude. You know, like if you say you're going to go ahead and do 4,000, 5,000 push ups this month, you can go do it. If you say you're going to go run 100, 200 miles, dude, go ahead and do it. You know, like it, it doesn't matter how many times you fail, just get back up. And, and what a lot of people are going to see is how consistent and how determined you are. And I just like, I don't care how long it takes, but I'm gonna get there no matter what. So, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I'll probably open up a kind fantasy of, kind of sports restaurant because I just think that's something so different and dynamic. If I could do what I love for a living, like I could literally just walk in and just go to like the corner, have a podcast booth, boom, just start talking daily fantasy, this and that. You know what I'm saying? And just like maybe hit up. An analyst who lives in LA or somewhere near, I'd be like, hey man, come come over to the restaurant and stuff, and do a live podcast, you know, or just like start creating like freaking like like daily contests where people will come in and set daily lineups and stuff like that, and that's how they meet people. Man, it's it's this fantasy stuff is crazy, dude. Like, like I said, dude, I'm 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 from Southern California, so I was in Huntington Beach a couple of days ago. I had and I was at this really live bar it's called the sandbar very classy pulled out my laptop at the bar studying fantasy sports watching it was it was it was saturday so it was college football beginning college football and then there's these three guys to the left of me and they're like yo you're, you're studying for your fantasy draft dude and then and then i was just like yeah you know and then he's like they're like how many leagues are you in and i was like i'm in 20 leagues and they're just like what are you serious i was like yeah. <laughs> this dude i do this and then they just get so intrigued they want to be my friend they they start asking all these questions they're showing me their lineups and stuff dude. it's, it's like nuts dude you know and then even like the bartenders are, are listening to me they're like dude what, why does this guy have his his freaking laptop out like nerding out you know what i'm saying <laughs> but everyone loves it so these three guys are just asking me all these questions and they leave the bar five minutes later this girl walks into the bar, sits right next to me, to the right of me. And then she starts talking to the bartender, because I guess apparently she knew the bartender. And they start talking fantasy. And he starts <laughs> saying, how did you do with your draft today? And she's like, I don't know. It is, you know, like, I think I did okay. And because it was her first fantasy draft ever. And she was just like, started talking about it. She like, I was so nervous. I had no idea what I was doing. And the bartender was like, well, you're sitting next to an expert right now. <laughs> <laughs> just messing around and so i just started laughing and i was like dude and he was like i'm sorry for throwing you under the bus and stuff and she just looked at me She was like so so what so what are you like like are you an expert i was like no i'm a i'm a junkie (laughs) i was like (laughs) i just just love fantasy like i'm crazy (laughs) like is that why your laptop is out she she showed me her team we start talking for 30 45 minutes i tell her about my life she tells me about her life you know i give her my number my information like, I'm going to text you about fantasy, you know what I'm saying, if I ever have, ever have any questions. And her team was amazing, man. Her team, she had no no holes in her roster. I was just like, and that's what I just love about fantasy, dude. Like, it's it's such an incredible icebreaker. And it's yes. six, I've seen some people, like, talk crap about it. And then in the next year, they'll talk more crap about it. And the next year, they'll talk more crap about it. And then the next year, they'll finally join the league, and they'll love it. And then the next year they'll finally join another league, and then and they'll probably end up with th- in three or five leagues. And then the next year, they end up creating their own league. You know, it's just it's just nonstop, and it builds and builds and builds. And I literally like, I have best friends now that I have met through kind fantasy, of like people I've all I've never met before, like in person, like we've never met before in person, you know. But we know each other. We talk to each other every single day, and that's that's just how it is, you know. And I don't know, man. It's just a blessing, and I. I'm just going to continue to build on this and stuff, dude. Like, and even if it's not fantasy football, like I can talk, I do fantasy baseball. Bat, I hate fantasy baseball. I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to lie to you, but I love, I love fantasy basketball and fantasy hockey because I understand <laughs> it. And I'm so good at it, you know? So like, I, like I'll, I'll sit down and I'll, and even if someone doesn't watch football, they're like, oh, well, I, I watch, I watch basketball. Oh, oh, do you play fantasy basketball? Heck yeah. I play fantasy basketball. Oh, who's on your team? You know, it's just, it's incredible, dude. You know, it's just, such a way to like meet people, man. I there's two industries, two industries where I just see people just click fast and j- they just get they just bond. The bond is so strong and easy. It's it's, it's been cannabis and fantasy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like yeah. you know, I it's a blessing, it's a blessing that I've been involved with these people.
0: I love that man. That's good stuff, right there. You're a passionate guy. That's that's why we get get along. I think because we're both fucking degenerates when it comes to this stuff. There's no doubt.
1: Oh yeah, uh, dude. like I I don't See, to everyone who's listening to this. Like we we get crazy when this when it comes to this fantasy stuff. Like, like if you check out our best balls, our best balls are on the sleeper app, and they go fifty to a hundred rounds. You know, so. Johnny, you were in the one that was 115 rounds, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's not even the craziest thing we do. You, you, you came up with that free agency frenzy idea, which I've talked about on here several oh. times. Yeah. And good. and I stole your idea and went with a more insane version of it this year. <laughs>
1: I, it, I it's a blessing that you you created your, your own version of it. You know, that's what I want people to do. I want everyone. Everyone should have their own. Free agency frenzy league. And to those who don't know what the free agency frenzy league is, it's basically a league where there's zero or only one bench spot. At the most, admit there might be two bench spots, you know, but uh, the concept of it is to basically draft who you think is going to just ball out all season long, kind of like an, uh, a, a best ball type of like uh, idea. And also just to be ballsy and gutsy about how you get down, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna have to drop players. You're gonna have to strategize yep. your bye weeks. You're gonna have to figure some things out, you know? And um it's it's just like there's been years where like I dropped Keenan Allen and Zach Ertz when they were balling, dude. And I had to do it to win those to win that league, uh, to win that to, to win that week. And then people would scoop them up right away. I've dropped Darius Leonard or Shaq Leonard, you know. Um yep. say a couple years ago. Someone dropped Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Someone dropped Jonathan Taylor because he was not doing good. And then everyone talked about it. His, his remaining schedule was a cakewalk. It was very easy. And I was looking at his remaining schedule. I was like, I'm about to pick up Jonathan Taylor and win me a lot of cake. You know? And I did the same with CD Lamb, too. He went off, I think, like week 17 or 18. I think it was week 17. And it's just like these are the type of guys that you pick up off the, the waiver wires in the free agency frenzy. I'm talking and I, there's been times where I picked up AJ Brown, you know, just, and then you, you, they would go off. So the free agency frenzy, like I, I highly encourage everyone to, to start, start a league or join a league that's something like that, you know, create a league that has zero or only one bench spot. And then just like, just go all out because that is the most like stressful league ever. <laughs> and if you it's win,
0: great. It's great, it's, it's how you grow, get yeah. outside your comfort zone, do yeah. something that's going to put you through the meat grinder. And then when you come out the other side, you're a better player. That's yeah. it. That's it.
1: Drop, yeah. drop, drop an elite player. Go throw up about it. Go puke in the <laughs> toilet because it made you so sick and go get right back to work. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we yep. do. And it's amazing, man. And and, and also like, yeah, I, it, it, if I can somehow like have fantasy football parties evolve, free agency frenzy evolve, or even these, these, these deep, very deep best balls where idp evolved like i don't know man i feel like i did something you know i feel like i did something right you know and, and I, I i i don't know man i just i just love fantasy dude i'm just so happy about it dude like like we met through twitter how crazy is that you know and I like know. we're buddies yeah. bro like we text each other all the time you know and it's just i wish my twitter never got suspended because like a lot of crazy stuff could have happened like last year and stuff but hey man it's time to put my foot on the gas and get get right back to it and stuff dude. i really appreciate that, you for, for helping me out and always supporting me and always tweeting about me and stuff like that dude you know what i'm saying like, oh we're, dude we're,
0: dude we're, i i i love you buddy you know that and i've and i've kind of been up your ass the last couple of weeks just trying to get these drafts going so i apologize for that but you know we're we're getting close here hey how much how much time do i have before your draft i want to see how many questions i can get in here
1: uh five minutes or three minutes okay
0: let's let's do two two quick ones and then i'll plug everything for you so what's something hard you've overcome and what did you learn from it
1: oh man
0: that's probably a long one but it's a good good answer
1: i've been in the game like i said man i've been i've been robbed like crazy dude like i've had i've had people put guns to my head bro i've been i've been picked up and dropped off in another city and with no no shirt, no shoes, like in my in the middle of the night, like crazy stuff like that, dude. You know, I've had people try to jump me and stuff like that. I'm this whole this whole freaking it's just nuts, man. You know, and, and this in and, and this Hollywood stuff, Hollywood stuff too. Like I've had Brad I've, I've invested hundreds of dollars in, into a party and nobody showed up. You know what I'm wow. saying? It hurt. It sucked dude. I've had girls like flake on me and when they flake on me it feels like you're getting stood up. I, I've had girls cuss me out, you know what I'm saying? And I, all I do is look out for them. And it, it just like, I always just want to see the the glasses halfway full, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't live on this earth forever, you know? Like there's 365 days in a year, times that by 10, that's 3,650 days, you know what I'm saying? And then times that by like maybe six or seven, that's what you got, dude. If you live to your 80 and 90 or 100 years old, you calculate those days, Man, that's not even a lot of days, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just every day counts, every day matters and stuff. So like just always people say I'm a pushover and people walk all over me all the time and stuff too. And they say, you know, like, like, you gotta stand up for yourself and more. But the fact that I'm always getting up every single day and just like doing and pursuing my dreams and just fucking like going hard and stuff like that, and just I don't give a shit what people think about me and stuff. I'm cool with that, man. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I've I've overcome a lot of crazy stuff like that. I could write a book, man. I'm telling you.
0: Dude. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll do we'll do another podcast just on that. That's that's a great answer, though, man. Right? Just whatever happens, get back up and keep fucking going. I love that. All right. So one more question, then we'll plug everything and get you out of here. Okay. So would you rather get sacked by Aaron Donald once a week, every week for a year, or have to fight ten angry chickens every time you go to use your car for a year. And why? Ten what, which
1: angry which ten. one? I can survive ten angry chickens. That's <laughs> fine, dude. You know, like, I'll practice on my footwork or something. I'm, I'm still like, you know, I, I'm okay. I'm pretty healthy, you know. Like a good month of conditioning, I'm good. But Aaron Donald can kill me with one hit, dude. Like, <laughs> don't mess around with that guy. Like that. That's another like, 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 dude. Oh my gosh, man. Like I, hopefully I'll meet. I'll, hopefully I'll meet him. I'll tell you how big that guy is. But man, just yeah. It's, and even seeing him do like just, I'm a small dude. One one hit from him, I brain damage. You know. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, thank you, dude.
0: That that's a great answer. All right, so we'll get you out of here with this. So he is at Lamont with a zero L A M zero N T five six two. What do you want to plug, man? What do you got going on this season? Where can people find you? Get a hold of you. Get into your leagues. Whatever the floor is yours. Whatever you want to say.
1: Well, like um, you can hit me up on on Twitter, uh, lam0mc562. As Johnny said, um, Dynasty Vipers. Please support Dynasty Vipers like crazy. Uh, they work hard, you know, and, and we're up and coming and stuff like that. Like I don't know if you guys know Tara. She's uh, I think her last name is Roberts. She. She came from dynasty vipers you know like she had like 50 followers and stuff when she first joined us and then we we blew her up you know now she's part of like so many other things and stuff too like fantasy pros and um uh, i don't know she's just she's, she's constantly busy we have so many talented people who are part of that uh, support idp guys you know like i'm gonna start doing stuff for you guys eventually i'm just so busy but like you offered for me to start writing for you guys and hopefully i'll start coming up with some, a series an annual series for you guys i'll create some time for it because practice makes perfect you know what i'm saying like the, the better the more i do the better i'll get at it yeah. um, um support me in hollywood man because like if you support me in hollywood like i will literally invest all my energy and all my all my profits and funds to, to start doing more stuff that will help everyone like in so many different ways I'm i'm talking about music i'm talking about and, but mainly fantasy you know like i want to create a fantasy sports bar one day you know like in this like one corner is gonna be fantasy football, two corners are gonna be fantasy football one corner is gonna be fantasy basketball another corner to be fantasy baseball something like that you know we're gonna have a room that's like just like podcast uh, a podcast room and stuff like that like i just support me in hollywood help me with this um uh, this new party that i'm doing uh and, and and then you know like uh we'll continue from there you know and then I'll I'll keep dropping gems on Twitter too, so you guys can like judge me of my my bad takes. You know. That's, that's where it all starts off, right? You know, like Twitter and stuff. So you could do that. But that's basically it, dude. You know?
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, my friend. It was worth the last uh five months of shenanigans to get this done. So uh yeah. much much appreciated.
1: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you too, bro, because like literally, man, like like uh, other people would have given up like a couple months ago. They would have been like, dude f you man just screw this let's let's just hey maybe how about in 2023 but you every single time you said no problem dude okay and like like i said dude like i I, i'm so glad i meet people like you because you're just so positive and so patient with people that i learned this stuff you know I, i try to i try to use it as well and i'm getting better at it you know so i appreciate you dude for sure
0: No worries, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Uh, We'll see you guys in November when I get a week off from work until then. Have a great season, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.